and uh, welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. That was quite an, uh, a punchy hello. That's been my two coffees for the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is episode number 84. I didn't enjoy your slightly bemused <laughs> just now. I was just trying to sound <laughs> less enthusiastic. Oh, well, you, you achieved that. Thank you. No worries. 84. No, I'm not 84. <laughs> Oh. We are not off to a good start. <laughs> so tell us, what's our episode 84 about? It actually is in response to a question I'm asked a lot, like a lot, a lot. People are very curious to know what our days look like. Uh, you know, what our, like our, our day-to-day rhythms, I guess. And I've kind of held off on putting a show together about this because I'm concerned that it would be ridiculously boring. But people assure me that that's something that they're wanting to know, you know, how we structure our day, how we, maybe how how that's different from what it was like last year before you quit your job and we started working together and, uh, you know, how we manage to, I think the way people typically ask is how do you manage to live a slow life when your life doesn't actually seem very slow. So, I mean, when it's put that way, I think that it, it could be interesting. And that's what we're doing today. We're talking about our day. But this is not a hostful. Oh, this is, no. This is absolutely not a hostful. This is not a hostful. Just to get that straight yes, out there. Yes, there's no listener questions. We will be putting a hostful together soon. But um, we're not answering listener questions, but rather just walking through what our day looks like. said it is a question that I'm asked like very regularly and I think it would be handy to kind of get your take on it too because I think we work a lot more we're a lot more integrated like our daily rhythms now than they were six months ago do you I definitely agree with that yeah. yeah and there's been a lot of relearning and readjusting for me this year uh, you know as I've had to kind of shift into a different mode with having you around more during the week. But how you, – you don't have a, a strict routine, do you? You're not a particularly routine person. No, but I've had to be. Well, no, that's not that's – not, I don't think that's right. I've always been pretty routine out of necessity. Okay, so when I say routine – Yeah. You're right, you have. Yeah. But when I say routine, like – my take on routine is very regimented like at five o'clock this happens and at 5 30 this happens i don't think either of us is particularly married to like a really strict regime of time management we get stuff done because we have to get stuff done but it's not so much a a you know inflexible arrangement Mm. would you agree with that or not in saying that though you really you really are kind of a creature of habit aren't you (laughs) really am yeah anyway can i answer this in two parts please well because i think the the structure of my day now this point in time there's two and we're talking about the working week here aren't we we're yes talking about weekends sunday i'm not no 
Um, so for me, it's either new school or old school. Okay. So the old school is the what I call the old way of doing things or the uh, legacy work that I do, and that's in the PR space. Mm-hmm. And I go into town on the train, so I will get up on a on an old school day. I will get up and have breakfast and then help you as much as possible just get the kids ready um whether it's doing lunches or breakfast or dressing them or something Mm -hmm. um and then i will then walk down to the train station i normally get a train around seven o'clock in the morning and then i will be in the city for the whole day and i will get a train from the city at about 6 six thirty, and get home at seven thirty, yeah. eight o'clock now i used to do that five days a week and that destroyed yep me yep so i do that uh, i still do it i still do it at least two times a week but at the moment that is uh, on a tuesday and thursday so it's actually it's a bit of a routine which is and I'm saying this in this point in time, for the next month and a half, this will be the routine. Mm. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be in the city uh, for the full days. So that's what I call the old school. Right. What does those days look like for you hmm. then, those Tuesdays and Thursdays? Okay. So when you first started working much more frequently from home, so from the beginning of the year, probably roughly three days a week you'd be at home, I really struggled I've got to say, like, it took a big amount of readjustment for me because I was very used to you being up and gone by 6.30, 7 at the latest for the last, you know, five, six, seven years that I was used to doing everything in the mornings uh, and having you around more meant you were more than happy to help out. But I had to let go of the fact that sometimes things weren't done my way and they weren't done in the order that I would have done them in. So I think I've, like, I'm pretty much there now. I'm not nearly as stressed or bothered by that anymore. It's just a different way of doing things, particularly in the mornings is where I notice it the most. So on those Tuesdays and Thursdays that you're currently leaving early again and gone all day, it's taken a bit of adjustment back to recognizing that I'm like, I'm it for the mornings. Everything that needs to happen needs to happen pretty much from me i mean you do what you can before you leave but you're out of the house sometimes before the kids are awake yeah so those days are like they're fine but i just i need to be on my game like there's no one else around who's going to pick up the slack or no one else around who's going to help with the things that you're like that you help with other mornings so they're, like they're, they're they're fine it's just this year has really for me me being all about learning to be a lot more flexible and at the moment, the current like, work situation with you means that I really have to practice that every day because we don't have days really that look alike. No. And we haven't since no. you, you've started working for yourself. That's it. So I would, I would probably up until last year, I was a much more regimented in my approach to mornings, particularly because mornings is my get stuff done kind of time. Like it's, there's a, a finite period of time in which a lot of stuff needs to happen. Because when I get home, then I, I switch into work mode. So up until last, well, up until the beginning of this year, that time was pretty much mapped out, and I ran it the way I wanted to run it. This year, it's it's significantly different. So, 
Yeah, I don't like I. I prefer having you at home, but mm. working from home. Mm. But they're they're fine. It's just you know, it's, again, it's just I'm I'm learning. I'm having to learn to be flexible. I think that's the reason that I was always drawn to the idea of rhythm, which I've written about and spoken about quite a lot, was because it's not me naturally. Naturally, I'm quite rigid, not necessarily like routine wise, but just it's just my way. So this year has been a big learning curve, steep learning curve for me to not be quite so inflexible. And I like it for the, for the, for the most part. The other days. Yeah, so what about the new school days? I love the new school days. Like you're, you're around, you're more than happy to help. We kind of alternate school pickups, drop-offs, depending on who's got a heavier workload. We, you know, pick up the slack where we need to and we kind of are probably, I think we've lowered our expectations and our standards a bit this year too, in a good way. Right. What, what do you mean? Like we, we just don't expect so much of ourselves and each other and for everything to be like locked away, locked down tight all the time. It's very much like we're, we're a lot more at the mercy of our workflow. So some weeks are just nuts. Like they're just crazy busy because we've got three projects due and I've got a new show launching and, you know, you're in the city three or four days a week. They're crazy weeks. And if the bathroom doesn't get cleaned – the bathroom doesn't get cleaned yeah. and like I'm learning to be okay with that. Whereas old Brooke would have stressed out about that and felt like I was failing. Whereas now I'm, I'm much more living my philosophy of do it when you can so that when you can't, it's not a huge issue. Yeah. And that's for things that like are on the peripheral edges of importance. There are still heaps of things that are really important that I just, you know, we bust our butts to get done because they are important. But the things that don't matter, they really genuinely don't matter anymore, which I think is nice. But typically, my days start earlier than everyone else's. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. My alarm goes off at five and sometimes I get up at five and sometimes I hit snooze until 5.30. But I do like using that kind of hour-ish before everyone else gets up to either do some meditation and some yoga or go for a walk. If I'm up early enough, I will do a bit of work. This morning, for example, I did a couple of hours of work because I woke up really early. You did, yeah. Um, Not on purpose. But, uh, you know, so it's time for me to, to get stuff done and under my belt for the day. I really love the feeling of being up and dressed and pretty much ready to go before everyone else is awake. It doesn't happen every morning. But it, it's something that I kind of aim for most days and that helps me to feel like I'm on top of things. Uh, and then, you know, once you guys are up, it's sort of I switch from Brooke-centric mode mm-hmm. about 7 in the morning or so to like getting family stuff organised, breakfasts, get the kids dressed, do homework because we've figured out the homework actually works heaps better in the mornings than at night. So much better. So much better. The kids don't like lose their minds. Exactly. Um, So that's like, you know, 10 minutes here or there and, uh, you know, lunches, get the house tidied up, try and get some, some form of housework done before the kids go off to school. Mm -hmm. And then I usually give myself like an hour and a half period. Between? Between nine-ish and uh, 10.30. That's when, like, that's my doing time. I'll either be helping out at school yeah. or um, I'll go and get a coffee and read yeah. a paper, which I don't do very often, but if I do, that's when I do it. Um, or I come home and do housework. Okay. 
And then from 10.30 till about 2.30 is my work time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've always got a to-do list going. Then 2.30, I maybe get some dinner prepared or something. Then go and get the kids mm-hmm. if you're not That's at home. Cool. Yeah. Go and get the kids, then come home. And then it's like kid time, family time, you know, play. And we might go for a walk or, or do some homework or do some reading. Mm-hmm. And then I get dinner ready and, you know, mm-hmm. it sort of rolls into... The evening routine, but what, yeah. When you were mentioning before, when we're on deadline for something, one person will do the kid time stuff while the other one continues to yes. work. Yeah, and then that could then extend after bedtime as well. If we need to, we will work at night. Yeah, that's that's pretty rare. Rare and rarer these days, but when it happens, it happens. I think we're getting we're both getting much better at being productive in our work hours, so that mm. we don't have to work much in the evenings what i will say is old school my days were constantined into those sort of eight nine hours yeah pretty high crazy intensive um um work yeah <laughs> but now these days um i feel like the work day is spread over more hours i would agree with that so the work day could for you for example this morning could have started at four mm. and sometimes it can go until 7.30, yeah. 8 o'clock, it, you know, it, but it's not, it's not as intensive. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. It's not crazy, but it's just spread out over more hours. Yeah. I will say I'm less inclined to work in the evenings than you because I think my brain just doesn't operate. Like I get to five o'clock, you know, getting dinner ready. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've got energy. I've got, you know, ideas. I've got stuff that I want to get done tonight. And by the time the kids are in bed, I'm like a just a blob i usually just either want to have a bath read a book or watch tv or go to bed um you, yeah i think your body clock works differently to mine maybe but um i would agree and i i, I have to say one of the things that i've struggled with with being self-employed and both of us being self-employed is that i never feel done yeah and Great. that's not like that's not a depressing thing. It's just something that I'm having to get used to because there is quite literally always something that we could be doing. Yeah. Like, just weekends, evenings, early mornings, there's always something I could be doing. So it's a matter of like understanding priorities and operating towards those and like, recognizing that yes, I could technically be doing something and it could technically be a positive. But like, where does it end? Where do you draw the line? And I think we're getting, we're actually quite good at drawing the line. I mean, we keep our weekends really quite free on purpose of work. It's very rare that we work on the weekends with the exception of maybe recording like a Monday show or something. Mm-hmm. And that literally takes 10 minutes. And even that is not ideal. And, um, you know, part of the reason why we're taking a little bit, bit of a break from the Monday shows because we just don't enjoy the creep the work creep because you know yeah exactly you, you do 10 minutes and then you sit down and you, you've been there for an hour and you're answering emails on a sunday afternoon and yeah, you know it's, it's, it's not ideal it's not that's ideal for sure. that's for sure so i think i, I kind of block my time i and rather than being really strict on oh, it's quarter past nine i need to be doing this mm-hmm. it's just like yeah i block my time i find with my work hours because really I have four hours in the middle of most days that are uninterrupted work time. And the rest of my time is kind of scattered. 
So I find that um, timers, like in the Pomodoro technique, help me a lot in mm. those in those four hours. Because I find it's pretty rare that I'll sit down and just get into a project and work through those four hours. Like the vast majority of days I want to procrastinate. So I find if I set my timer for 25 minutes and take a five-minute break, go back to the same project for another 25 minutes, five-minute break, then I change to a different project for an hour and then take a lunch break or whatever. That seems to help me in not getting bored and frustrated. I'm not as structured as that. I, I think I need to be. I need to I just I just dive into something and try and you know you, yeah finish it and whether that takes me 2 minutes or 22 hours <laughs> I just try and 22 hours yeah get it done but that do you know what I mean like I don't have that yeah you work differently to me I do yeah yeah I need to like I need to play mind games with myself to get stuff done I do. I do. And I think part of that comes from like being a stay at home mum for so long and, and trying to write and do projects and stuff in that time. I, um, I, like I, I, I found myself getting more and more easily distracted because I had so many things vying for my attention that I needed to learn some strategies to like, to just sit down and get stuff done. And when I do it, <laughs> I'm like, that's, a, that's really good. That's really effective. And then I don't do it for a while and I get frustrated with myself. And, yep. you know, it's like we're always aware of what, what's good for us and it's sometimes we need a reminder to, uh, to actually do it. But, yeah. Do you feel more stressed or less stressed now? Less from where? What, what? From, from when you were working, like, you know, Monday to Friday for your boss, your old boss. Okay. Uh, I, it's a different sort of stress. I I think I'm less stressed overall. Mm-hmm. It's a different sort of stress, I've got mm. to say. You know, now it's choose my own adventure a little bit where I was working for someone else and someone else's timetable yep. and their requirements and their needs. Although that still happens because you've got clients. You've got clients, but, it's, but yeah. It's just a little bit different. Very stressful starting a new business, though. Oh, for sure. Um, so earlier in the year I was very, very stressed. Probably most stressed than I, I have been at the moment. I'm I'm pretty good because things are going quite well, but yeah. it changes a lot. But overall, I don't have this underlying level of baseline stress. Mm. I've just got more um, swings and roundabouts of stress. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I think some people would find running their own show stressful because because it was up to them. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're actually incredibly well suited to being self-employed because you're a self-motivator. See, this time last year, I would have said that's absolutely incorrect. I'll be the last person that should be self-employed. Yeah, I've never, but I've never seen that. Like, I've always thought that you were well mm. suited to self-employment. Um, yeah, that's just interesting. I don't think. What about you? Are you more stressed? Yeah, I think now? I'm more stressed this year. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. Why? Um, I'm, I feel like I'm juggling more and, uh, you know, I've basically taken on the equivalent of another, it's not quite a full-time job, but it's close, you know, probably 20 to 30 hours a week. Um, and on top of that, it's family stuff. Got both kids at school, which is great because it affords me the time during the day to do this. 
but it also, uh, you know, just adds new elements to our week. And, you know, as the kids grow up, the the stress and the, the, the issues, like they're not as urgent as a crying newborn at night or, you know, a toddler who won't sleep through the night. Um, you know, like they, they're really urgent kind of needs that you just need to be on and energy and like distraction be damned. It didn't, but now it's as like our kids are becoming their own people, they have their own struggles and their own challenges and their own quirks that it's a lot more of a head like a head game as a parent, I think like at least that's my experience at the moment. And I think that that just, it, it, it requires like a shuffling of energies and, you know, I feel like I'm juggling more. Mm. I, I, I feel, I feel calm. I don't feel stressed, like, you know, anxious or anything like that. I just, Again, I think it's just like a period of transition. Okay, yeah. 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 But why do you think that I'm more stressed? Why, why do I seem more stressed? I just think you've got more on your plate now. Yeah. There's just a lot more. I'm also on. more satisfied though. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. And no, it is. It is. Like I'm, you know, I'm really very much enjoying working for like ourselves and, and yeah. taking ownership of things and, you know. Is it, it a stressness or is it a busyness? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think it's, it's not, like, to me, busyness sort of implies like busy work, busy for the sake of being busy. And I think we don't do that. Mm. I think we, we do what we need to do and then we let it go. So, and I also don't think stress really applies. I think it's no, just no. full, like yeah. full, but good full. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're, we're saying no to more and more yeah. as well, which means that we're kind of keeping things like a, like our tilting is never tilting too far in one direction. And I do think that tilting is something that I've, like, I've gone back to really firmly this year because what, you know, like that, the whole idea of tilting that I speak about is rather than trying to find or strike a balance in life, I think balance is pretty much a damaging notion Concept, yeah. because it says that in any given moment, we need to be perfectly poised mm-hmm. with energies, you know, extended to family and work and home and ourselves and, you know, our relationships and our friendship. All of those things need to have our attention all the time or we're failing. Whereas I like the idea of just tipping wholeheartedly into wherever it is that requires our energy at the time. So on like a daily level, that means that my blocking, like my time blocking works because I tilt into, you know, getting family stuff sorted in the mornings. And then I tilt into work for those middle hours of the day. And then when the kids are at home, we tilt into that. And then the evenings, it's sort of same kind of thing. Like, so I'm able to tip into those areas of life that need my attention. And like when you take that upper level and you look down at at life in general there are seasons you know you start a business you're going to tip really heavily into you know developing and supporting that business and putting all of our resources and our energies into that which means that other areas of life like the housework and like there would have been weekends where the kids watch three movies while we got stuff sorted and you know Mm. that's fine it's seasonal because over over time over a year over two years five years i feel we can look at at the entirety of the way we've spent our time and feel like we've struck 
a good balance mm. rather than you know in the every every moment sort of thing so just on that fullness I, one mm. thing that i've just thought of is this year compared to last year it's it's the dependencies that have changed it's the parties or people that want stuff from us or expected expect mm. us to deliver so last year it was um the dependencies were i had an employer i like that you're writing this down i know i'm just trying to count them an employer we had kids yeah we still do <laughs> each other obviously and um that was it really of, yeah of people that really depended on us and 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 every day required something yep. from us. Nowadays, we've got clients. Multiple clients. Multiple yeah. clients. So five, six different clients. Yep. Um, kids, obviously, mm-hmm. each other doesn't change. Clients in regards to the podcasting side yeah. of business as well. So there's a whole heap of networked shows on Jackrabbit FM <laughs> that require ears. something from us. Yes. And... As well as the corporate side of it, yeah. As well, so we have effectively tripled, like who we're answerable to. We're, I mean, that sounds terrible. You know, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. the people that require and and expect things from us. Hmm. Yeah, and like I, I feel like that reflects in that full feeling. Yeah. But I also feel like when it's of our own doing, it doesn't feel heavy. Yeah. And yeah. we're, you know, we we took the risk of going out on our own, and as a result, we're building something for ourselves, which I think there's a real satisfaction in mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. particularly as at the moment, you know, things are going well. So it's really nice to, yeah, to be able to equate that fullness with building, and creating something. Yep. Yeah, I feel like that was a very wide ranging conversation about our day to day life. And oh God, it, it didn't. It didn't it, really it didn't, go into our day. We never answer questions. <laughs> Worst podcasters ever. What is our... So that's our working week. What does a day look like on the weekends? Just for a bit of a... Hmm. To change it up and to give people an idea of... We're just not all about working. I don't, I don't think people would think we're all about working. I think we're pretty open. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, no, I know. But I think we're pretty clear about the fact that we really fiercely protect our downtime which is probably why we put so much thought into what our weeks look like yeah and because because we want to to protect that downtime i mean so weekends it's between one and a half and two days where we really genuinely are just engaged with family and home stuff but we like they're usually full again Mm -hmm. but i think we'd probably at least have a half day on a weekend that's quiet downtime what so I'm, Saturday mornings are, <clears throat> excuse me, are uh, like our, they're our busy time. That's when our routine, kids, isn't yeah, it? that's when our kids have both got their one activity for the week. So Saturday you go mornings. off with, um, I, I go off with Toby. Yep. that's a really nice. I love it as well. Yeah, just spending one on one with with them both. So that happens on the Saturday mornings. Yeah, and then and Saturday then, afternoons is usually like we'll do the gardening or hang out at home. Yeah. Um, and one thing I love about our weekends is like happy days. The happy days we've mentioned. Yeah, happy days sort of four o'clock ish on a weekend afternoon, we'll sit down and have a drink, and the kids will have like a snack, and we'll sit outside and listen to some music, or you know, like 
whatever. Again, it's not set in stone, but it's just family time. Yep. And we usually do that one day, sometimes both days of the weekends. Sunday mornings is probably like our just chill time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I kind of, we kind yeah, of like to leave the activity. Yeah, we'll go rock climbing, rock climbing or go or... for a bushwalk or <laughs> there's those bushwalks that we keep talking about. Yeah. The people are like, what's a bushwalk? So it's funny, isn't it? Like even our weekends are pretty routine and structured. But in saying that, like you could line up the last 10 weekends okay. and maybe two or three of them would look like that. Yeah, Kids true. have got birthday parties. We might go for a weekend away. Like last weekend, we had your family over pretty much all day Sunday. Like it's, I like the fact that we have that flexibility. Yeah, you know, you saw your cousin at soccer the other week, and they're like, "Oh, let's come around for a coffee." And you know, six hours later, they went home. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that's slowing down, and first of all, dropping our standards a little bit. And, um, you know, slowing down and freeing up our time has given us the flexibility to do that. Yeah. And it doesn't throw everything out. And, it, you know, the house isn't a mess. And we're just able to stop and enjoy the things that are important, which for us, that is important to be able to hang out without some of our favorite people. Very much so. Yeah. So I don't know. If you've been one of those people who's asked us to go into what our days look like, let me know if that's been at all helpful because we kind of just had a rambling conversation about time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Time. I will say, I think I might have already said that in the beginning. Say it again. <laughs> uh, like neither of us is super strict in, like I, one of my other shows, Let It Be with Kelly, except like Kelly is quite a routine person. She's up at the same time every morning. She does the same things every morning. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just her given. Um, you used to be I used to like be that. like that. It's really interesting yes. that I've, I think, and I think part of that is probably I'm, I'm feeling personally more satisfied in work and stuff as well. Whereas I used to cling on to those early morning hours as a bit of a life raft. And that's when I did all the things for myself that kind of filled my cup uh, that I couldn't get to do. That's a really, really good way of looking at it. Yeah, like I genuinely, yeah, I genuinely feel more satisfied this year because I am able to put time and energy into projects that I I love, and like enough time and energy. Whereas before, I tried to squeeze blogging and you know writing a book and all that kind of stuff into those two or three morning hours, and um, yeah, now I feel much more even. And I don't feel the need to be as strict because it's not actually my personality, I don't think, to be super strict. Like I like to kind of know what's happening, but I don't need to know what's happening at that very second in time. Awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Is a simple year relevant to this podcast? The simple year is probably closing today. Do you want to mention it anyway? Yeah, uh, I did. I mentioned it on Monday's show, but the Simple Year course that I have put together with Courtney Carver and Leah Babauta and Kate Flanders and Jules Clancy and a whole heap of other really wonderful Simple Living writers um, is open for the first time ever. We opened it for a mid-year registration and that is 
ending probably right now. Like right as you're listening Thursday, to this. Thursday the 23rd. Yeah, so th- yeah, you've probably got 24 hours yeah. from when this show first dropped. So the yeah. 23rd, like through maybe to the 24th, Courtney's kind of a nice, like flexible, forgiving, yeah. forgiving person. Um, so if you are interested in joining the course, you get access immediately to all the first six months worth of uh, modules and webinars and videos and recordings and all that kind of stuff. And then you get access to our private Facebook group where we're all in there answering questions and helping out. And um, also obviously the last six months of the year. So if you're looking for, you know, guidance and, and hands-on help of how to do things like simplify your belongings and your kitchen and the food that you eat and your money and travel and how you work and your time and your online life, all those kinds of things. We've got really practical guidance on how to do that. Uh, every month we, we tackle one topic. So uh, if you're looking for that, that kind of really hands-on help head over to slowyourhome.com And there is a tab at the top of the website, which will be there for another day or two. So simple year, just click through to that and um, you can learn some more about about the course and uh, sign up if you wanted to join us. In the meantime, though, enjoy your week and, yeah, rock on. Rock on? <laughs> rock on. <laughs> Clock on. Frock on. Madness. Shock on. Complete and utter madness. Mm, it's what it's really like here. None of this intentional slow living. We're actually just crazy people. Jack Rabbit FM for your ears. Who is that? Hi, podcast.